Welcome to Sonoma Ashram's podcast, Sunday Satsang with Babaji. With great love in my heart, I welcome you to this beautiful Sunday morning. Sitting here, I was just imbibing your presence, although digitally, but it's such a intimate feeling just to see so many faces on a little screen, yet each one <clears throat> is so familiar. And I look at your face and little conversations we have had, little stories we have shared. It just comes to mind so quickly. And there is a smile that rises in the heart. It's a beautiful time when I sit here and just look at, and I feel like you're extension of my own self out there in the world in your own way. Teachings you have received, imbibed, and remember to share with others. <clears throat> Before we go any further, I would like to invite you to just take a few moments to arrive and be present. So wherever you are, pull back, become comfortable. Close your eyes for a moment. Lighten your mind. Relax your facial muscles. Neck. Shoulders. Spine, soften the belly and get grounded, grounded. Connect with that gentle rise and fall happening at the belly with each breath, nothing more. The gentle expansion and con contraption. Gentle rise and fall of the breath. All the restlessness, agitation, settling down. 
and that beautiful energy rising from the navel towards your heart, opening your heart to the world. We are grateful to this breath. That keeps bringing us back to life with each visitation. And whenever you are ready, gently open your eyes and speaking of being grateful, today's Father's Day that's being observed the Father Principle. The presence of a father in our life. Some of us may have that presence. Some of us may not. We were born from the moment <clears throat> we were a little baby. Some of us had the, that presence in a person and some did not. So the person may have been there or not, but the father principle, that presence came to our life through someone else who may not have been our biological father, but somebody was there through which the father principle became present to us. Could have been our grandparents, our uncle, or some, somebody else. As the traditional role of a father is, who provides and protects and is a good role model that I look up to. So whoever was that in our life who provided that for us, it may not have been necessarily a male figure. It could have been a female figure. Could have been just our mother who played the role of father and the mother. So it's not about a person. It's more about that principle. So this is what we are grateful we are self expressing our grat gratitude to, to that principle that provides, that protects, that sets up a good role model and and that is not separate from the divine. 
It's the divine that presents itself to us in the form of mother, in the form of father. So after paying our respect to that presence in our life, now I will talk about something that was on my mind. <clears throat> We all have an aspiration to become something that we are not, improve ourselves. We have a vision of ourselves. Before we set out to become somebody or something, it's very helpful to know who we truly are and where we are in our life. Mind may have an idea, a vision, and we are always looking at that. We are never totally present to ourselves. and see who we are, where am I going? What am I thinking? Can we imagine a moment to totally accept ourselves who we are? without thinking, I need to do this, I need to become this, I need to improve this. Just wherever I am, can I accept myself fully? Say to myself, the divine is expressing itself through me in a very unique way. Even, even embrace our imperfections. No matter what change we need to bring in our life, it has to come from that place of unity, union. If I make effort while feeling bad about myself, my shakti does not flow in that direction. First, we have to come to acceptance of where we are, who we are, then make the effort in that direction. I had met some, someone some time ago who said, Baba, I feel so 
bad about myself. I can't even pray. I don't feel good enough to pray. And that was such a shocking thing to hear that how anyone could have that kind of thought about themselves, that they're not good enough to pray. We are all good enough to pray. We are all here because of that divine presence in us. We read the stories of enlightened beings, enlightened masters. We hear talks and lectures and then say, oh, I'm not going to get there. You are there. Please know, whatever we see, it's somebody else's story. It's somebody else's journey. Somebody, they have lived a different kind of life, different place. You are here. And it's all here with you, within you. First, we have to come to that acceptance of ourself. Any lack, any criticism, whatever we experience, it's some idea of the self. We have to separate ourselves from that. little practice that we do every day. May I be sincere to that? No matter how simple it is, if I'm there with the purity of my heart, it begins to bear fruit. The same mind that criticizes if we can shift it towards uh, because I'm alive, the divine presence is within me. It may not be the way I have read, I have heard, but it is here. How can I find that sacredness within me? Even just the holding the word sacredness. Let your attention, let your mind rest in your heart space. Now you think, how do I go to my heart space? How do I go to my heart? It's again, it's a concept. But before you close your eyes, just kind of take your attention to where you think the heart is. So just touching there, you close your eyes and whatever you are seeing, it is in the heart space.
you take your attention there where your heart is. It may not be exactly to the little left side, just think of the middle of your body and let your imagination expand from there. So holding the word sacredness, keep your attention focused in one place and see what emerges there. Now, in yogic traditions, they talk about the lotus of the heart. A little suggestion is thrown in there. The lotus is a beautiful flower, like a water lily that just opens all the petals equal shape and size opening. The lotus flower opens. So holding our attention at the heart, we have this suggestion in our mind of something opening. We are still holding the thought of sacredness in our heart. That sacred is within you. When your heart is open, the sacredness becomes more accessible. It comes and takes a seat, makes itself visible to our inner eye. <clears throat> it's only when our heart is closed. Our heart is closed when we are in fear, anger, um, agitation, resentment, all those negative tendencies. When those negative tendencies are there, our heart remains closed. Heart opens when we're thinking of something positive, something sacred. When we are in gratitude, So holding that sentiment in our mind, sacredness, we keep our attention on the heart and sit there, don't be a little patient. There is no need to be impatient that I think of it and it should come right away. It may not, or it may appear in a, a form that you're not familiar with, or you are holding another idea in your mind and it's not there, then you become restless. Any kind of spiritual practice requires patience. And it's a beautiful little practice that this coming few days um, ahead, you could sit with it, that holding the word sacredness in your mind, keep your attention on your heart center. See what comes. Just observe what comes. Do not try to hold on to anything or do not reject anything.
practices are many, but I just keep throwing these little pearls at you. Hopefully you catch them and practice. Uh, giving too much, then it just becomes too many things and nothing comes to our practice. So today, just this little practice, sacredness, keeping our attention on the heart, spend a week with it, two weeks, month, see what comes to you. The other day I was thinking in satsang, we talk about our one aspect of life, how to manage ourselves, how to deal with ourselves, our troubles and this and that. Everybody has a story. Every person we know has a story, has their struggles and has their accomplishments and their joys and their sorrows. Nobody is void of story. But the story is not the whole thing. Being on a spiritual practice, we acknowledge our story, we try to change our story, whatever we do, but there is another aspect of our life that's constant, unchanging, ever-present in its wholeness. Trying to identify with it, trying to connect with that, trying to be one with that is the purpose of any spiritual practice. So you will also have your practitioner, each one of you have practiced, I see. Please try to impart it to others. You have people coming to you. If you just try to spend all your time sorting out their story, listening to their drama and trying to figure it out, is there a way you can lead them to something that's beyond their story? It's not only the job of Babaji. Each one of you are the extension of Babaji. You are the guru. And How can you help others to free themselves from their own story? And by talking about their story, you cannot free themselves from the story. Somehow you have to remind them that there is another aspect of their life. There is a fear of being called out, oh, it's being presumptuous or 
trying to play the guru and all those things will be there. You can say this is sometimes, this is how it has helped me to think about it. You'll figure out, you're all very wise. You'll figure out how to, but the idea is that our work is to encourage, inspire others to just somehow go beyond their story. If nothing more, I think each one of you who I'm seeing in front of my screen have the capability to give a little short meditation, to lead someone into a short meditation. Just things that I do with you. Sit down, close your eyes, lighten your mind, relax your body, bring your attention to your breath, breathe in, breathe out. Somehow you can guide the person who is with you. Simple. Giving that experience to someone is the greatest gift we can give. So what I'm proposing today, what I'm encouraging you today to be the teacher, to spread it out, to give somebody the taste of what you are spending so much time with in your own life. Without letting get, get to our head, that now I'm the teacher and you don't need to print out a business card, I'm the meditation teacher. But give somebody a taste of it from a pure place of love. Somebody sitting in front of you, close your eyes and just focus on their heart with your eyes closed and then release. Then begin to suggest to close their eyes, lighten their mind, bring the attention and the breath. If you are interested to explore it a little bit more, learn the Soham meditation. Soham that you may have heard me say it many times and actually somewhere it's published on our website too. Listen to it four or five times. And see, it's so simple. Anybody can learn and lead someone towards that. You don't have to go out. Somebody right in your house. Can you practice with each other? Let's, we talk about all kinds of stuff. Let's just do this for five minutes. See how it feels. All kinds of thoughts may come to you, but what I'm proposing today is something little 
to get you out of the same place, um, listening to the satsang. And, but now is the time to take it a little higher. When we begin to teach others or begin to lead others towards something, something awakens within us and it helps us to get out of our own place. Anyway, this is where I will stop today. Um, I have shared two things with you. The word sitting with sacredness in your heart. Practice this for a week or so. And um, I'll be here. So Shannon will be opening the um, chat rooms and then we'll meet again. And please remember to be thankful, to be grateful to that father figure presence in our life. Even in this country, when I came in, there are many people that I looked up to, reached out to, to seek their advice and their presence itself gave me love and support. So the father figure was present in that way. So you can look at that kind of presences in your life too and just be grateful for that. Reach out to some, someone that you feel they were there Thank you all. I'll see you again.